It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome into the program. It is Monday. Tom Ward, Ryan, as we kick off a brand new day. We're starting a brand new week. We're glad you're with us. Oh, this is a good week. This is Super Bowl week. We got the big game coming up on Sunday night. It'll be the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs from Arizona. And we'll uh, we'll talk more about it as we go through the day and as we go through the week. Should be a fun week. Let's go around the horny check-in. Ward White, how are we? Present. Present. Ryan, how are you? Accounted for. That's what I was hoping you'd say that. You followed the script pretty well. Good job. Uh, big weekend, anybody? Anybody big weekend? Busy. See, was it for you? It was busy. Yeah. It was not for me. I mean, it was kind of a whole hum, you know. Exciting game on Saturday. Uh, now, yeah, I mean, that was good. And went into the uh, the press conference and listened to Mark Adams and to, and to uh, Scott Drew after the game and the players. And there was still a kind of a buzz in the building after – Jonathan Chamachachua made his return. We'll talk about that as we uh, as we get into the uh, the program this morning. We will talk Baylor basketball. Jerry Hill's going to be here as well. Uh, Cowboys have their their new offensive coordinator. We'll talk with Eric Kelly from over at Fox Forty Four. I'm curious to see on the local front if they have anything special planned. Uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl and, and what's going on there. So we'll, we'll do that. Uh, and just we'll, we got a lot of things to dive into today. And, and so we'll, we'll, we'll try to cover all of our bases today. Kevin Steele's got another job. He's got a new job. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up today. And uh, we'll, we'll get into it. Well, it was, was the Kyrie thing, guys, the big story of the weekend? By far. I think so. Hold that thought. Ward, you watched. Tell me about the NFC, AFC. If you want to call it the Pro Bowl, call it the Pro Bowl, but the flag football game. Tell me what you thought. Outstanding. Really? Outstanding. You were concerned. I think we all were. Oh, yeah. I had my reservations. That it was going to be three hours of, ugh. But you enjoyed it? No, I, I watched from early in the weekend, the skills competition, then watched the skills competition leading up to the flag games and watched the flag games as well. Is, I locked in on the Pro Bowl. Is it better? Oh, by far. 100% better. Is it better than when it used to be years and years ago in, in Hawaii where they actually played hard and played to win? And I, I don't remember them playing hard, even in Hawaii. Well, it used to be that kind of controlled the... Uh, they oh. tried that for, for a year or two, and it, it was an epic fail. I, I, yeah, and just like the baseball all-star game tried to do the same thing, it was an epic fail, too. But they did that for a long time on baseball side. Fail, uh, failure. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. If you're a Seattle Mariner, or <laughs> you're like, I'm not getting there. A Ranger? <laughs> I'm not getting there. Why do I care? Uh, yeah, in the two years that the American League lost, that was the two years the Rangers went to the World <laughs> Series. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
So you like this format? You you do the NFC AFC thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. It kept popping up on my television. More, more competitive. Uh, they acted like they you know, wanted to be there. Uh, it it was it was fun. It was it was a really good time to watch. I'm curious what our listeners think. You can you can join in at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That's the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, if you watched it, let us know. And if you watched it, let us know what you thought about it. Uh, I, I just kept blowing right past it. That was good. I'm glad I stopped down on it. I went to the golf. Uh, I actually went to the race. But I kept going, do I want to watch a flag football game? Challenge of the stars, if you will, or whatever. But you're saying I, I, I should have missed out. Should have punched in. Watched, watched some of it. Yeah, All it right. was good. All right. Especially since the Pro Bowl went to where it had gone. It was really bad the last, what, three years. It was unwatchable. Yeah, it was really, really bad. This was nothing like this. They were having a good time. The, the Manning brothers were having fun with it. I mean, it, it was presented very well. It was a good deal. I, I think they they hit on something here. See, everybody has their own opinion. And, and Justin comes with a, a different perspective on our CNC Collision Center text line. He says, flag football is for five-year-olds, not millionaires. He said it was like watching a Western with plastic guns. I liked it. I, I just thought that you could tell they were having a good time, and that was a lot more entertaining that they were having fun with it than knowing that they didn't want to be on that field at all right. for the past couple of years. I mean, even going back to Hawaii with, you know, Switcher sitting on the bench eating a hot dog, they, uh, that was not entertaining. To those me. last couple of years, it was just about get through this thing. Oh, it was bad. Last yeah. year was awful. It was absolutely awful last year. So that was the, the NFC-AFC uh, championship game. I, I, I beg your pardon, Pro Bowl. Now, we turn our attentions to the big game. Anybody changing their mind on Monday? No. All right. Me neither. I'm just curious. I did not know this. I knew that he ran the ball a lot, but I did not realize that Jalen Hurts had 99 design quarterback runs this year, the most in the NFL. I knew he ran the football a lot, and he was a big part of that offense when it comes to the run game. But he had 99 design runs, which is which led the league in quarterback runs, design runs. You know, there's there's scrambles and all that stuff. That doesn't count. This is where we're, we're going to draw the play up for our guy to run the football. 99. That's a lot. You know, remember the day when they would – quarterbacks can't run. We can't risk them. We can't risk them getting hurt. Now, guys running a hundred times. Well, has the uh, has the league changed, and, and the way you view the league, and, and the way you view offensive football? You know, fourth down is just another down now. I mean, there's a lot of things that have changed in the game, the evolution, and it just keeps evolving. I think that's what makes it fun is you never know where it's going. Uh, all right, basketball. Are the Mavericks immediately a contender? With the addition of Kyrie Irving. They're closer. I, I think, you know, it, it helps their 
it helps their at least their lineup and their hopes because before Luca had no help on the floor since they traded uh or that they didn't trade they since they let go of Jalen Brunson. He went free him, agent, right? Yeah, let him walk. Um they just haven't had that help that Luca has needed on the floor. Now we'll have to wait and see if Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving when he arrives in Dallas uh, at the AAC, which I would expect him to be. I don't know why he wouldn't be, but, I mean, this is a good trade for the Mavericks. It's a huge trade in the NBA because, make no mistake about it, like him or dislike him, Kyrie Irving's a superstar. And he's he's a guy that could change a roster immediately just by him being on that roster. Now, a lot of things have to come together with him and Luca on the floor, uh, but you have to feel good about where the Mavericks are right now. And, and for the Knicks, I don't really know what the Knicks got out of this deal. Nets. I mean, Nets got out of this deal because of their, their picks that they get are going to the Rockets because of the James Harden deal. So the Rockets are going to – Rockets come out smelling like a rose in this deal. Well, from the Nets' perspective, correct me if I'm wrong, whatever you get is more than what you were going to get at the end of the year because he was going to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, yeah. leads me to my next question. Are you – did you trade for Kyrie or are you renting Kyrie Irving if you're the Mavericks? And if you're renting Kyrie Irving, if he doesn't put you over the top, did you just do a whole lot for nothing? Unless you it's, intend to re-sign him, right? I I think they went into this deal with the with the thought process of, okay, let's see how this goes, and if it doesn't go, well, we didn't we didn't really blow it. We gave ourselves a chance this year to get back to the NBA Finals, but he may walk. But their intention is to sign him to a four-year deal, and that's what he wants is a four-year deal. He's got to want to be in Dallas, doesn't yes. he? Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, it wasn't Dallas kind of dead last on his preference list. Yeah, he he wanted to go to to the Lakers to play with LeBron again. Uh, that was the what most people suspected to be the landing spot. But I, I think with with the Nets, I think they just wanted to get rid of him because he been this is like the second or third time he'd been requesting a trade, so they just, just let him go to Dallas. And for Dallas, I this helps them offensively. I mean, they're still very, very poor defensively, especially especially when they trade away Dorian Finney-Smith, who is probably, if not the best defensive player on the team, he's definitely up there. So it's like Ward said, this will be like a wait-and-see kind of thing with Kyrie to see how he meshes with Luka, how this team plays with him. So well, Why didn't it work in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant? Because it's Brooklyn, I mean, I don't, I can't explain. Yeah, but it hasn't worked anywhere for him because he, when he left Cleveland, when he played with LeBron after those few finals runs, that ended poorly. Then he went to Boston, that ended poorly, and then he came to the the Nets, which that was his hometown team. He grew up in New Jersey, and when the Nets were in New Jersey, that was his team. This was supposed to be the perfect scenario: Kyrie, Kevin. Maybe Durant. there's not one. There probably isn't because that was supposed to be it, and that didn't work out at all. So. Uh, history will tell you that 
this could end up poorly as well, but we'll just have to wait and see. Could this blow up in their face? It could. I mean, every trade can blow up in your face. But knowing Kyrie Irving's history, could it blow up in their face? I don't I don't Did they give up a ton? No. I don't think so. So if they didn't give up a ton, then it sounds like Brooklyn was trying to I mean, they gave up uh, they gave up quite a bit. It, it's a risk yeah. for the Mavericks. There's no doubt about it. And it's, draft picks. Yeah, it's it's a risk. I think the way the Mavs looked at it too, I think they figured this trade puts them in the best position to make a push to a finals run this year because with the roster they had prior to this trade, they weren't making it to the finals. Not even close. No, not at all. But I think this puts them in a this whole lot better chance. This gives them a chance. Yes. And that's, that, you know, that's what we went into. You know, it, so you it, say there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that this gives them the best chance for a push in the playoffs. I agree. The roster they had, there was n- no chance of a push in the playoffs. There's not enough help for Luke. So, Luca's got some help now. Does it come together? I don't know. Grant asked the question on the CNC Collision Center text line. Kyrie won a championship at Cleveland. How was that poorly? You said it ended poorly. Uh, it ended poorly. Just the fallout of how. The, my point was, the last three teams he's left, the way he left the team was in like disarray. And he he things ended poorly. Yes, he won a championship in Cleveland, but the way he left the team, it was, it 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 was in a bad way. I'm trying to find a way to describe it. It ended poorly in the sense that, you know, there was a fallout. He didn't leave on good terms, is what I'm saying. Well, we're gonna find out. Uh, you know, June will be here before you know it, <laughs> and we'll we'll find out. Uh, I mean, you can't blame the Mavericks for for rolling the dice on this. It is a risk. There's no doubt about it because of the fact that it, it's not gone well where he's gone before except for in Cleveland with LeBron. Now, he and LeBron were a lot to do with that, but they had a good roster around them as well. Yes. So, Won't, I, won't a lot of this depend on how he and Luca, the chemistry that they create or don't create? Because that's – that's what it's going to be about, isn't it? Well, I, I make no mistake about it. This is still Luca's team, and, and Kyrie has to know his role of coming in and being an assister. And I, I think he'll be really good at it because he is a good off-the-ball movement player. Uh, he's a scorer, but he's also got a lot of assist. And, you know, that's, that's what Luca needs. And so now – you know, the offense is upgraded for sure. Where's the defense at? We don't know yet. All right. So, were you surprised when you saw it going down yesterday? Yeah, I was shocked. Happily shocked, but shocked. Yeah, because we saw the the list of teams that they were, the Nets were considering to trade them to, and the Mavericks were on that list, but I honestly did not expect them to land there. It's... And I know, it, I know. again, we just talked about how the NFL game has evolved. Well, sports in general has evolved. You rarely used to see a player be able to have that much control. Now players have a lot of control on where they go and what they do. You know, uh, there's so many no-trade clauses built in, or if you trade, I have to approve. And, and, and just, you know, look, 
Brooklyn was he forced Brooklyn's hand, didn't he? I mean, they were going to get either nothing at the end of the year. You know, they could have done nothing, and he and he would have played out the year. It would have ended, and he would have moved on, and they would have got nothing out of that thing. Or you honor, and it's not really a request; it was a demand. You honor what what he wanted done, and you get whatever you can out of it. So did they get enough out of it? Well, I, whatever they got was more than what they were going to get. I mean, it's a good deal for the Mavericks because they didn't give up the house. They gave up some. But, again, there's only so many superstars in this league. And Kyrie Irving, like it or not, is a superstar in this league. So what they gave up for a superstar is not a big deal. Especially if it works out. Yeah. Well, what is the definition of working out? I mean, getting to the Western Conference Finals, do they have to win it? I uh, just think. What if they don't get there? Well, if what they, if it's a, what if it's a playoff elimination? Well, if they if they don't, then it's probably not a good deal for them. But I I think this pushes them to the top where they they have a chance, and that's I mean. That's all you want at this point in the season is a to know that you have a chance. If things come together, you have a chance. If they don't do anything at the trade deadline, they don't go get a guy like this, they don't have a chance. Make no mistake about it, they're not getting there. Now they have a chance. That's all you can ask. Well, Mark Cuban. And, you, and you've added a superstar to your roster. And, and yeah, and that's what Jay Hart's point is on the CNC Collision Center text line. He said, whoops, uh, ticket prices just shot up immediately. All right, uh, 17 minutes after 7, we'll talk some Baylor basketball. Boy, what a day. What a day for Baylor basketball. Women go on the road in front of a packed house and win, and the Baylor men in front of a packed house get a uh, home win over Texas Tech in a very special way. We'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. You know, it looks so great, solid white, the crowd, and they were just super loud. And Coach Drew talked about it in the postgame, but it was an amazing crowd. And if you were there cheering on the Bears, you should you should be proud because that's what it's supposed to be like. Absolutely. And crowd gets an assist for that win last night. It was great. The student turnout was just terrific. Uh, really one of the best ever. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had the wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. (laughs) My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing 
for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Oh, I'm going to stop for a minute. Oh, Let's listen to this ovation. That ovation is Jonathan Chumwa Chachua coming on the floor. First time in 51 weeks he has played in a game. You think his heart's not pumping right now. <laughs> I know mine is. <laughs> mine is also. <laughs> I mean, right out of my chest. That is great to see. And I could not agree with those two more. Uh, that, uh, that audio clip, by the way, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, it was an emotional moment to see that young man come back on the floor. I- I've been in the Ferrell Center for a lot of years, and it was, it was loud. It was really, really loud. The appreciation the fans had for for Chachua coming back on the floor. Can you imagine, Ward? They're telling you, you're not going to play for two years. I mean, it's going to be two years before you can do anything. And in 357 days, he said, you know, <laughs> I'll show you. And, and, and he went out there and got it done. Not only did he play and get back on the floor, but he played well. And he played, he played 14 minutes, 13.56, but, you know, come on. He played 14 minutes, and 
and, and played well. A couple of threes and eight points and kind of changed the way you have to to look at Baylor now. I mean, they've got a big that can draw you out. Well, it certainly changes the way you can defend them. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a big that can shoot. And we know he can defend and brings energy and all that kind of stuff. It was just a cool, cool thing. And I'm going to tell you, I, I don't think any of us can appreciate what he's gone through. Maybe the coaches and his teammates, because they saw it every day. They saw it every day in the summer. They saw it every day, you know, in the spring. I mean, they saw it every day. They saw the work that he put in. I, but it, I'm going to tell you, it was, it was one of those moments where you, in sports, where you just kind of go, wow. You know, and I'm in the media section Saturday, and that's exactly, I mean, you know, wow. That's, that's what you got. And then you get this. Bears run up the floor. George, top of the key. Chetua. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> I love it. It's a three by Chetua. His first point's coming back. How about that? I was begging for that shot to go in. Oh, man. First bucket is a three at the top of the key. And, guys, I'm going to tell you, it ripped the roof off that place. It, it did. I mean, it, I, it, it was one of the loudest moments in that building that I can remember. And I know that there's been some great moments in there, but man, just from his personal achievement, that was that was pretty cool. It, it really, really was, and what an emotional moment. And it was a big moment for for Baylor. You've now got another piece to the puzzle that can that can help you. I, again, I'm, I'm like what you just said, Ward. I think it, it cha- kind of changed. Well, it doesn't kind of. It does change the way you you prepare for and the way you play against Baylor. I mean, you got, you got, a, you got a big mm-hmm. that can go inside or outside. And just having his presence on the floor gives you, gives you something else you have to do to try to defend what they're doing. Now, his biggest asset will be on the defensive end because that's what he is. He's a defender. Make no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. But he can score. But just having his presence on the floor is a lift to this basketball team, and you can tell the difference in the energy. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how teams try to prepare and, and try to say, okay, we just got another element to this good basketball team that makes it a better basketball team. He can. Um, he, you're right. He's he's going to be that 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 coach on the floor. He's going to be that guy that kind of. He's the traffic cop. I mean, I was watching him. He was directing traffic and, and you know pointing here and pointing there, getting guys in the huddle and and the energy that it brings to this thing. And because he is a ball of energy, it he just is. And you know where this it's just a great piece to the puzzle for this team. But more importantly. It's just a great story. Here's a guy, here's a great guy that that goes down and and he perseveres and you know how many how many days, minutes, hours did he spend in the gym by himself? You know, and to look up a year later, 51 weeks, 357 days, I don't care which one you pick. Uh, but he's back, he's back on the floor and it was cool to see the crowd respond to that and appreciate what he has done and what he has meant to the program. And, you know, I'm curious 
I'm curious what what the bench thought. You know how you know when when Coach Drew walked down down the line and said, "Okay, your turn. Go uh, go get in the game 23." I wonder. I was. I'm just curious what that what what the bench thought. Uh, because I know how I know how the building reacted. And 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 again, I'm gonna tell you it it was loud. Uh, again, we mentioned that he had uh, eight points in the game and. Keontae George had 17, Adam Flagler 13. And this was a good team win for Baylor. They went on a run in the second half and created some separation ward. And when they did that, boy, this thing, it got away from Tech in a hurry. This was, this was a close game at the half. It was, it was a four-point game. Baylor was up 38-34. But they outscored Tech 51-28 in the second half. At one point, they're up 30 points. Uh, and he, and you know, again, it was one of those fun days because, look, look how many players played. You you empty the bench and you give guys opportunities to play that don't normally get an opportunity to play, and you're, you're doing it in a conference game. Are you kidding me? Now, I, I think Tech has to view this as a setback. I don't know how else you view that if you're the Red Raiders. They've already had setbacks. This is a team that cannot survive runs. We talk about it all the time. You have to be able to survive a team's run. They haven't survived anybody's run all season long. And that's probably why so they're one and nine in the conference. They're a bad basketball team. Would he be in trouble after yes. as good as they were a year ago? Yes. He's in trouble right now. Boy, what a good dude, though, man. I'm just telling you. What a what a I don't know. Ah, uh, that's that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Bears win it, and uh, they prevail over the Red Raiders, 89-62. Meanwhile, up in Ames, it's a packed house. And the Baylor women go in there, and, and they win it over Iowa State, 76-70. And they're now 7-3 and three in the conference, and they're in, what I believe, third place in the league. After the game, Coach, what did we? Here's Scott Drew, by the way, uh, on the game. Well, I think you you can look at uh, uh, 26 assists, mm-hmm. and when you have 26 assists and eight turnovers, that's really good offense. Uh, that's really unselfish play. We turned down some shots. We got good, better, best. And I thought uh, the players really uh, uh, bought into that. And um, because of that, uh, you had a lot of people that were really efficient from the field. Um, and, and again, uh, uh, I thought it was a great, great team win. They did something dif- different with uh, LJ face gardening staying above, and he had four assists, and I uh, um, uh, thought he really contributed on the defensive end. He didn't get the points that he normally does, but uh, he helps you in so many ways. That's Scott Drew talking about the win. And, and, again, you know, this was a team we talked the other day. This was a team that was shooting in the last two or three games was shooting, you know, high 30%. Well, they shot – they shot the, the lights out of the basketball on Saturday. They shot uh, 53% in the basketball game, for nearly 54% for the Bears. And again, as we mentioned, Nikki College team wins 76-70, to 70, and she talked to uh, Derek and Sophia after the game. You know, we, we came in here and say what you want. I mean, it's I, – I don't, I don't run around lobbying for us to be in the top 25. I want us to prove that we belong um, but you think about some teams that have the similar number of losses or we lost two in a row and we drop out 
and you know and, and and other teams have lost two or three in a row and you know they've only fallen to 18 or 16 and and so you know I, I think we're we're a fringe top 25 team i think there's a lot of teams outside the top five that are really good and can win on any given night and and i put us in that category like i'm not afraid to play against anybody um doesn't mean that that we um, show up and are the best team in the gym all the time, uh, but we're going to compete like we are. And so I think this environment, um, I think we focus on the road. I think we focused at Kansas. I think we focused, um, you know, Oklahoma. And I think today, you know, you kind of have to focus when you've got this many people cheering against you, you know, it becomes you and your teammates against the world. That is uh, Nikki Collin talking about her team. Well, and now her team, we, we, we talk uh, all the time about the competitive nature of the of the Big 12 on the men's side. How about this? Texas is 9-2, and two, Oklahoma's 8-3, and three, and Baylor's now 7-3 and three in third place in the Big 12. Then, then Iowa State at 7-4. and four. Then you got a couple of – you got a team at 6-5. and five. You've got a lot of teams that are right there within a game, game and a half of this, of this championship. So it, it, it's a competitive, deep battle on the women's side as well. Uh, women are back home on Tuesday night. Men are back home on Wednesday night. We'll talk more about it with Jerry Hill coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center on Tuesday hosting the Oklahoma Sooners. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor OU Big 12 women's basketball. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, 
Your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Five teams, including Baylor, are within two games of first place Texas in the Big 12 basketball standings. Kansas will try to close that gap tonight as they host the Longhorns for ESPN Big Monday. The Baylor women are a game and a half out of first place after Saturday's upset win over Iowa State. They will be at home tomorrow night against Oklahoma. It took two extra innings for the McLennan baseball team to outlast Meridian College 4-3 to win three out of the four games they played this weekend in Florida. The McLennan softball team beat Tyler and San Jacinto in Houston yesterday to run their record to 4-2. One time Baylor head football coach Kevin Steele is headed back to Alabama to be the Tide's defensive coordinator. It will be his third time to work for head coach Nick Saban. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, 737, let's do get a view from the Hill. Good morning, Jerry. Welcome to Monday. It's a brand new day, buddy. It's a brand new week and, and, and a a day of opportunity. Man. How about that? I, I'm I'm inspired now. I'm ready to go conquer the world. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't be inspired by Saturday, right? Yeah, that was so cool, Tommy. Uh, you know, I you'd kind of caught a you know an idea that he might play just because of his Twitter account and stuff the night before, but you didn't know for sure. I mean, um, but yeah, when when he went through the warmups and then they did the video before the game, you're like, wow, he's actually going to play. So, uh, Jonathan Chamochachua, um, you know, I think the, the days were 355, no, 357. Um, he said 355, but, uh, since he had gotten hurt, um, last February in, in a game against Texas and, and then he's out there and he looks like, Everyday John. I mean, he he. You know, there were a couple times where I felt like um, guys maybe drove by him that that wouldn't have happened. You know, a year ago or before the injury. But I think I think he'll get there. And you know, who who would have known that he would hit two three pointers in mm. his, in his first game back? That was that was amazing, though. What is having Jonathan back on the floor do for this defense? Yeah, I mean, where that was to me the most visible thing is like you saw everybody else play better defense, um, and and you've been kind of waiting on that, and you know, and obviously he was the piece you were missing. Uh, you know, I mean, that's easy to say because he's you know he was the co-defensive player of the year last year, even though he missed the last month of the season. So um, I just think when he's out there and he's very vocal too. But he picks everybody up. It's like you know, you want to play better, or you you almost have to play better with him out on the floor. So yeah, I think I think that's where it will help the most is on the defensive end. I, I'm just curious where this ranks uh, 
when he hit the first three at the top of the key. Yeah, yeah. I was telling these guys that may be one of the loudest moments I've heard ever in the in the uh, in the Ferrell Center. It, I mean, it brought the roof off the place. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of moments like that. Obviously, when he was introduced, uh, you know, he said, I couldn't even hear him say my name. Yeah. <laughs> the place was so loud. And then, yeah, like you said, I think on both of the three-pointers, um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, you can bring up a Kansas game or this mm-hmm. or that, but I, I, for one moment, I think that may have been the loudest it's ever been. When you look at what he does offensively, being able to get that movement offense for Scott Drew – does this elevate the offense as well? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, so much of their offense, and, you know, that goes for a lot of teams, but so much of their offense is, is you know, kind of aided by the defense. So I think that alone will help. But, yeah, the way that he can stretch the court like that, the you know, the movement. I mean, you don't get – flow will be out there and he will set screens. But, you know, with, with uh, John out there, you have to worry about him taking that shot um and and he is a great screener and and all of that so yeah i think he'll definitely help on the offensive end as well i i wonder right now like how many minutes he can play because i mm-hmm. i thought that that was more than i thought he would play honestly the other day i thought he might play 10 uh, and i believe he played 14 minutes which isn't a lot more than that but you know i don't know how quickly he would get up to or if he'll get up to like 25 or something like that but um, man, if he can, he, if he can give you 15 to 20 minutes like that, I, I think it makes a difference for the rest of the year. Now, first time he got knocked to the floor, I'm like, get up, get up, yeah. get, you know, yeah. uh, with, with him getting minutes, that means somebody's not. And I, I think Saturday, and it may not be this way every, every day, but I think Saturday was Ojunwuna's uh, minutes got uh, reduced some. Yeah, it would definitely was. And, and Scott addressed that a little bit after the game that, you know, um, that you've got to come up with ways to, because I think they want to keep Josh in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may be that they go big at times that, you know, you might have Josh and Josh and John or Josh and Flo out there, um, which, you know, obviously gives you a huge front line. It, you, in that scenario, though, you worry about them being able to defend somebody on the outside. Um, but, you know, it certainly could create mismatches on both ends. So, um, I think that could be something you do. You know, maybe they come in at the four and, and maybe you go more and, and have Jalen out there too. So you could almost have three bigs out there at the same time with maybe two guards, whereas, you know, Scott at times has gone four or five guards. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's one of the things that makes him such a good coach is he is flexible. He is able to use different, you know, rotations and things like that. And, and I, I just think this will, you know, only help this team and and Josh um you know he's a freshman he's a very young guy and hasn't played a lot of basketball so I think this helps him too I mean I think I think John was already helping Josh a lot I I watched during games where you know John's up he's you know telling him or showing him what to do so you know he was already mentoring him and I think you know now that you know, now that Josh can see him out there actually on the floor, I think that's only going to help him. But yeah, I think that's one thing you got to work through is, you know, who, you know, whose minutes does he take that kind of thing. Um, but again, I think it's a, I think it's a really good thing. How much does the timing of this help this basketball team, not only just with the rest of the big 12, take that aside, but going into the tournament and giving them an opportunity to, 
make a push for the Elite Eight. Yeah, I mean, Ward, if you look at back to last year, uh, I, I mean, think about that North Carolina game, and I know they got down so far, you know, and wound up losing in overtime. Don't you think that he would have helped in that game? <laughs> you know, and that's a team, that's a North Carolina team that wound up getting to the national championship game. So I, I think that's, you know, how much of an impact he can make is that, um, you know, if you're pushed in that second or third game or first game, whatever it is, you know, he's a guy that can carry you through that, um, you know, really on the defensive end, but as he showed, he can, he can help you on the offensive end as well. So I think the fact that he's been in there, he's been through those, those moments and those minutes. Um, yeah, I could really help you in the NCAA. Tournament. That may be where you see it the most is in the NCAA tournament. Does it change how people look at Baylor? I think it's got to, you know, I mean, um, the selection committee, when you think about that group, um, you know, they have to take into effect injuries, players that are taken away. Well, I think you got to look at him coming back to a team that was already pretty good and makes them that much better. So, yeah, I, I think it does change the perception of, of not just the selection committee, but everybody, other teams in the league, too. I mean, they're like, oh, really? You know, we, we struggled against him in the first half, you know, without him. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it makes them a player for, you know, to try to contend for another Big 12 championship. And, and you know, as we talked about, I think it gives them a chance to make a longer run in the NCAA tournament with him out there. When you look at this basketball team being able to, to have that chance, what does Scott Drew do with this now? Does, does he just try to build on the minutes? Is that something that's inaccounted for, or does he just let it kind of take its own natural course? I think it will be more of a natural course. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, you have to see how he's doing. And I think Scott mentioned it after the game, you have to see how he's feeling after that. He, Jonathan said he was fine. His knee's good, all that, but you know, is, is it good the next day? And I think that's one of the things too, Ward, as we get through this season, um, cause I know there's another Monday game coming up uh, against West Virginia which means you have a quick turnaround after Saturday. You know, how many minutes do you give him in, in either of those games or do you sit him out in one of those games? Because, you know, I mean, it's a little bit like the NBA where, you you know, you got to kind of, you know, uh, just get through games at times and, and sit guys. And I think you may have to do a little bit of that with him, particularly in those quick turnarounds where it's Saturday to Monday. That's, that's a really hard turnaround for a guy just coming back. Um, you know, and I'm sure – all of his rehab and everything that he's done up to this point, I'm sure he's got himself in condition, but again, he hasn't been out there playing games. So you'd like to see him kind of ease into it instead of putting him out there and letting him play 30 minutes in a game. Interesting question. Now, uh, Jerry, Kansas, Kansas mm -hmm. state, TCU and Baylor, all six and four after the weekend as Texas went on right. the road and, and got a huge win uh, in Manhattan. Now the Longhorns slide down to Lawrence, and they're going to take on the Jayhawks. Texas is at 8-2 and two, uh, and in first place. And by the way, that's pretty remarkable after what's going yeah. on in Austin. Uh, are we Texas fans tonight, or are we <laughs> Kansas fans tonight? I Personally, I think you got to be Kansas fans. Um, cause Bring Texas, Texas back to the well, pack? Right. As, te as well as Texas is playing right now, I'm like, you know, who's going to beat these guys? And I think Baylor certainly will have a chance, you know, down in, you know, when, when they play here. So um, I think that's, 
you know, but I, but yes, I think you want to bring Texas back to the pack. Um, you know, like you said, everybody else sitting there, you know, with four losses and Texas only has two. So yeah, I think that's what you, I think that's what you cheer for right now. And, and Kansas, they've shown to be vulnerable. I mean, obviously Baylor beat them, you know, Iowa State beat them pretty good the other day. Um, and that was, you know, that was after Iowa State had lost to Texas Tech. So, uh, yeah, I think Kansas is vulnerable enough that you definitely want to cheer. For, and, you know, they're at Allen Fieldhouse. Do you really need to cheer for them? <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah. Let's switch gears. Nikki Collin takes her team to Ames. There's a packed house. And all they did yeah. was go up there and win. Yeah, that one uh, that one was impressive because I mean, and I you know I, you could see from the TV how many people were there and how loud they were and this and that and they went in there and they just were never really rattled. Um, you know that fourth quarter, um, uh, Iowa State got within two and then you know Baylor just kind of said bye. Um, you know they really closed strong. They they you know and they've had some games like that where. Whereas earlier in the year, you weren't able to close out some of those close games. So, you know, that was good to see them, you know, just kind of take care of business there at the end. Um, you know, Iowa State's really good. Um, they have probably the Big 12 player of the year, Ashley Jones. Uh, and they were able to not nullify her, but, you know, they were able to control her a little bit. I mean, she averages 20 and she got 23, so that's hard to say. But then they didn't let anybody else really beat him, you know, other than the one girl that was kind of out of her mind. You know, she her previous career high was 14 and she got 25. Uh, and I'm you know, I'm not going to try to say her name, but um, she's really good. Um, and she was knocking down three pointers. I think she was three of four from three and everybody else was two for 16 on that team. So but again, you know, other than those two players, nobody really did anything else. So I think that was the heat of the game is you, you you didn't let some of the other ones beat you. And it puts Baylor right in the mix here as Texas on the women's side is nine and two. The women uh Oklahoma women are eight and three and Baylor is seven to three. So you've got a packed you got a packed standings over on the women's side as well. Yeah, and I thought coming into, you know, this two game stretch with at Iowa State and here at home against Oklahoma, I felt like if you could particularly if you could win both of them and they got Oklahoma here. I think if you win both of those, you you put yourself right in the mix. Um, Texas, again, I think is playing really well. And I think they're, I think they're a good team, maybe the best team in the league. They are right now anyway. Um, But, you know, at least it gives you a chance to kind of stay in the race and, and, you know, again, win another conference championship. They've won 12 of them in a row, so they don't want to give it up. Um, And I think that game kind of showed me, um, what they can do, you know, on the road like that. I believe that's their fourth conference win. They're four and one on the road in conference. So they got to take care of home home court. Um, and they play Oklahoma here tomorrow night. So, you know, that'll be a big one. Um, like I said, to kind of get them back in the mix. A lot of fun. Uh, this is a, this is a great time of the year when it comes to, uh, jockeying for position in, in, in the uh, standings. And so it should be another great week. Hey, what are you working on for the insider? Well, I, and I far, forgot to mention last week mm-hmm. when, when we talked that in that magazine that's coming up, I'm, I also have a story on Matt Pallage, the new defensive coordinator. Um, uh, so that, that'll be fun. Wrapping it up probably, hopefully today, to where it'll go out by the end of the month or first of March. So excited about that. And um, on BaylorBears.com, you can read a feature I did on Glenn Moore, um, all-time winningest coach. 
uh, at Baylor and, and, you know, going into his 23rd season at Baylor. So you can check that out at BaylorBears.com. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, boys. I'm inspired. <laughs> Have a good day. Seven. He's inspired, Ward. <laughs> and I'm glad that we were able to help. 751. We're right back with more in just a moment. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, February 16th, and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's Thursday, February 16th. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
Five teams, including Baylor, are within two games of first place Texas in the Big 12 basketball standings. Kansas will try to close that gap tonight as they host the Longhorns for ESPN Big Monday. The Baylor women are a game and a half out of first place after Saturday's upset win over Iowa State. They will be at home tomorrow night against Oklahoma. It took two extra innings for the McLennan baseball team to outlast Meridian College 4-3 to win three out of the four games they played this weekend in Florida. The McLennan softball team beat Tyler and San Jacinto in Houston yesterday to run their record to 4-2. One time Baylor head football coach Kevin Steele is headed back to Alabama to be the Tides defensive coordinator. It will be his third time to work for head coach Nick Saban. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. And today on Did You Know, gentlemen, we will start with an event on this day in 1968. Did you know that on the 13th hole at Seven Lakes Country Club in Palm Springs, California, California, former President Dwight D. Eisenhower dropped a hole-in-one at the 13th hole, the par-3-104. <laughs> 104-yard, par-3, and an ace. And an ace. And also, we talked about it last week, uh, the event where golf was the only sport to be played on the moon. Well, that happened on this day in 1971 when American astronaut Alan Shepard was the first to hit a golf ball on the moon. That's pretty cool. 1971. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just like yesterday, wasn't it, Ward? I remember it. And then did you know on this day in 1895, the great Bambino was born. Babe Ruth, born in Baltimore, Maryland, on this day in 1895. Tom, you remember that. Absolutely, I was there. (laughs) Two-time All-Star, seven-time World Series champion, 12-time American League home run leader. Have you seen Greatest ever? I I think so. Yeah. I mean, look, he could have been an elite all-star, not in 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 MVP type player as a pitcher. I mean, he was that good. He could pitch, he could hit, he could play. Yeah. You know, and he never really got the chance to manage, and he really wanted to manage his he he just didn't get that opportunity. They everybody passed on him. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie The Babe? Oh yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I, I you know, great movie. Go ahead. And with it being a Super Bowl week. Take a look at some Super Bowl facts throughout the week, and we'll start today. The 10 oldest Super Bowl winners in history. You want to take a crack at number one? Now, wait a minute. Is You're talking about players? Players. players, players coaches? Players, sorry. Position? Yes. P- players. No, it's players, just straight players. Uh, it's got to be the guy on the offensive line for the Rams last year. one of them. He is up there. Earl Morrill. Earl Morrill, yes. He is the seventh oldest all-time, and Andrew Whitworth, the player War was talking about, is number four. Uh, hang on. Peters. No, he is nope, not on He's there. not on this list. Okay. Oldest player, George Blanda. George Blanda is not on the list, believe it or not. So he didn't win one with Oakland? Mm-mm. I, I give up. Give us the top three or four. So the, the top three oldest, Tom Brady, won it at 43 years old when the Bucks won it. Should have known that. Super Bowl 55. But yeah, I thought that was too. Yeah, okay. And then the second and third oldest are punters. Jeff Fiegels won it with the Giants in Super Bowl 42. And Mike Horan? Horan? Horan. Horan won it at 40 years old. And Andrew Whitworth was also 40 as well. So, oldest right. players to ever win a Super Bowl. John Elway is the 10th oldest as well. Huh. 
and also Mark Brunel, Bay Perilli, Lomas Brown, offensive lineman for the Bucks. Those are the oldest players to ever win a Super Bowl. Hmm. I know Earl Merle was with uh, I think Miami when when they when they won it. Yes. So okay. All right, good stuff. There you go. Did you know seven fifty nine? And uh, we're gonna get to some more of uh, the um, of the uh, conversation. Uh, we're gonna get to some some football, and we'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. But right now, John Morris is here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, a full weekend that includes the return to the court for Baylor men's basketball player Jonathan Chumwa Chachua. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. That ovation is Jonathan Chumwa Chachua coming on the floor. First time in 51 weeks he has played in a game. You think his heart's not pumping right now? Uh, I know mine is. (laughs) I mean, right out of my chest. That is great to see. A lump-in-your-throat moment from the game on Saturday in the Farrell Center, Baylor versus Texas Tech. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Jonathan Chumwachachua returning to the floor after a serious knee injury 51 weeks ago. It was amazing uh, just to get a chance to play in front of this crowd um, after 355 days. I've been counting the days. Uh, it was just surreal. Um, remember just praying in my bedroom last night, just crying about all the trials that I've been going through and just realizing that the day is actually here. Like, I'm actually playing there. I uh, feel like it was just a miracle for me to even be out there. I don't know if this is public, but I was not supposed to be back this early, but God just blessed me another time and just made my body strong really fast and made me come back from injury that nobody ever done, so. Baylor's Jonathan Chumwa Chachua played just under 14 minutes, eight points, four rebounds, and tremendous energy brought to the floor in his return to play for the first time this season. The Bears rode that energy to an 89-62 win over the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Saturday. Next up, the Bears hosting Oklahoma Wednesday at 8 in the Farrell Center. 
Also, the Baylor women, a big win on the road in Ames over then 12th-ranked Iowa State. 76-70, the final. The Baylor women now 7-3 and in Big 12 play on the season. Back in action tomorrow night, hosting OU at 7 in the Farrell Center. Also from the weekend, Baylor Equestrian splits a pair of meets in California. Baylor Women's Tennis splits a couple of home meets, including a 4-3 win over Ole Miss. Men's Tennis drops a 5-2 decision to Michigan, while Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling opens the season ranked number one in the nation with a dominating win over West Liberty from West Virginia. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back. This is hour two of this busy Monday morning. This is game time, your first word in sports. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Uh, over the weekend, don't want this to get lost. A uh, lot of conversation about what direction were the Cowboys were going to go. Uh, as far as offense, would they be making major changes with a with a new off with the new offensive coordinator coming in? I think we got our answer. I think the answer is no. No. What's what's your 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 first impression of basically somebody within the staff being promoted? Fail. You don't like it. Well, I mean, you kind of knew that it really didn't matter who the OC was. They're going to be involved in game planning and watching film and breaking it down, and and that's about it. Because if you know, when it comes to Sunday, it's Mike McCarthy's show. So. I don't think it really mattered who they put in the OC position that much. Unless they had intended to change the direction of the offense, which well, clearly they didn't. Well, even changing the direction of the offense was not going to do anything if you're going to have Mike McCarthy call the plays. I mean, who cares who's in the OC seat? Mike McCarthy has the final hammer on it. He's going to help whoever the OC is. He's going to help put the game plan together. That's it. That's what he's going to do. Now... There may be some conversations on the headset on Sunday afternoon, but ultimately it's going to be, you know, Mike McCarthy calling plays. So you you bring in somebody that, that wants to run Mike McCarthy's offense. You bring in somebody that wants to run Tom Barfield's offense. It doesn't really matter. McCarthy has the final word. So I don't, I don't think it, it really matters a hill of beans who the OC is right now for the Dallas Cowboys. This is Mike McCarthy's football team. Sink or swim. Yep. Sink or swim, this is what, what they're going to do. Uh, the one thing he will do is that nice big chart that McCarthy has in his hand. That that OC is going to be have a, a heavy say, I would think, in what goes on that chart. Now, on Sundays, you're right. What comes out of his mouth is going to be Mike McCarthy. Yeah, and M- McCarthy puts his own chart together as well, I'm sure. I mean, if I'm doing the play calling, I'm, I'm putting my chart together. I, I get input. But I have my top plays on first and 10. I have my top plays on second and seven or more. I have my top plays on second and five or less. I have my top plays on third and five or more. I have my top plays on third and three or less. You know, I, I have my fourth down plays that I want to run, and I go from there. Whatever else I need to put on there, that's that's fine. But I, I have my own idea of what I want on that. I, I'm not going to be handed – 
just because somebody has OC in front of his name, he's not going to hand me a play chart and say, here you go, have fun with this. That ain't happening. Well, and again, in what what they decide to do with it, how much flexibility and how much leadership Schottenheimer has in this thing, we'll, we'll find out. But, you know, what I was reading over the weekend was that he was going to have a – a great deal of Monday through Friday here after watching film on the other team. And he's going to have a, a great deal in the say in the game plan. But ultimately, you're right. The head coach, who should have the final say, by the way, uh, is going to have the final say. But we'll see how much how much of this looks like Mike McCarthy, how much it looks like Schottenheimer, how much it looks like maybe a combination of both. I don't know. Or maybe they think the same way. That's the other thing you don't know. Now he's—it's not like he hasn't been an OC before. He—he's—he's he's run offenses in two or three different NFL cities, and they've been terrible. So who would you have liked that, that was available? Is there somebody you had I, in I, mind again? If if McCarthy's going to be calling the shots, it doesn't matter. So you think he's really truly the offensive coordinator? Yes. And and Schottenheimer's the OC. Schottenheimer, go watch this film. Tell me what they do, and let's get together, and we'll figure out what we're going to do from the game plan and what you tell me. And what, what, and, and he will he'll have a big part of implementing it to the players. But on Sunday, he you know, I I would expect that he's probably going to be in the booth on Sundays. Schottenheimer, yeah. Oh, I I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be a role reversal. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, and I don't know this. Unless he's also going to help with the quarterbacks. And if he helps with the quarterbacks, then he's going to uh, need to be on the field. It but doesn't matter. They got phones. He'll, he'll be in the booth. But a lot of times they like him down there with the, with the little etch-a-sketch or whatever that thing is. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see that. I think he's in the booth with Dan Quinn. We're going to find out. Uh, in, in, it's, look, this is you can formulate it any way you want to. This is now Mike McCarthy's football team. Mm-hmm. particularly on the offensive side of the football. On that side of the football, it's Mike McCarthy's team, sink or swim. Here we go. And that's what the, they they just sent you the message that, hey, no outside influences. This is Mike McCarthy and the direction that Mike and, McCarthy and wants why, to take the offense. That's why they promoted from inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. He didn't want any outside influences. Uh, well, it's just he didn't look. He was we, on the staff as a consultant. We have to have somebody as an OC. Okay, you come here. We're going to give you an OC. Again, his previous stops as OC were terrible. He was not good. So, I, you know, turn the keys over to him is not a good idea anyway. Seattle, OC, uh, quarterbacks coach Indianapolis, passing game coordinator Jacksonville, OC with the Rams. OC with the Jets. Who could coach that team? Uh, and the list goes on and on. All right. Uh, on the collegiate side, I wanted to bring this up. Wouldn't you like to own a little stock in Mayflower or one of those companies when it comes to Kevin Steele? This dude can get around. Former Baylor coach many years ago is now headed back to Tuscaloosa for the third time. He's, the, he's going to be the D.C. for Nick Saban. He's been at LSU. He's been at Auburn. Uh, I'm just off the top of my head. I'm just rattling off places that I know that he's been. Uh, Miami recently. Uh, he's, he's been some places. 
Clemson. I forgot about Clemson. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he doesn't let a whole lot of grass grow under his feet before he's he's moving on. But uh, he gets an opportunity to be the D.C. in Tuscaloosa. You like the decision? Oh, I think he's a good choice. Well respected. Mm-hmm. Keeps getting good jobs. And to get good jobs, you got to do a good job, don't you? Yeah, he, I mean, he, he knows how to run a defense, and he's had he's got skins on the wall for Isn't it. Isn't he the guy? Don't you look and say there's some guys that have the ability to be a coordinator and put it together, and then there's some guys that are head coaches, and sometimes they don't mix. For me, he's that guy. I mean, it was a monumental fail here as the head coach. And there's a million and one reasons why. But it did not go well for Kevin Steele here as the head coach. But he has left here, and he's gotten great jobs. You know, heck, he worked for Lou Holtz. I th- no, he, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, that was <laughs> – I'm getting my coaches mixed up. Uh, but he's, he's worked for Tommy Bowden. He's worked for Nick Saban again. I mean, he's worked for uh, Dabo Sweeney, Johnny Majors. He's worked for some big-time coaches in some big-time places. And he's going to arguably the biggest one now. Back. And you know what? If he didn't do a good job, you're going to hire him a second time? You're going to hire him a third time? Because that's what Nick Saban's doing, bringing him back for a third time. Interesting hire as uh, Kevin Steele goes to, to Tuscaloosa. Now they're set. They got their coordinators, both offense and defense. Now let's see what this football team looks like. And Good. I'll, yeah, well, and that, you know, and, and I'll say this, and, and we'll move on, but give Nick Saban some credit in that he, the way Alabama looks today compared to the way Alabama looked when he got it, he's not afraid to evolve and adapt to coaches and their style and players and their abilities. At the end of the day, he's about winning, and if it takes some change, he's willing to do it. He's the best coach in college football. Bingo. Maybe the best coach, period. Maybe the best coach, period. Would you want your kid to play for him? Well, that's what I said. He's the best coach in college football. Period, no, because he failed miserably in the NFL. Then, would he fail today? Yes. Why? It's it's just not his style. He he cannot adapt to being able to coach players at that level. That's not what he does. He is very good at the college level. And there's a lot of guys that – there, there's, there's, there's no there's shame guys, in that. Yeah, no. There, there's guys that can that can coach at the college level that can't coach at the NFL level, and there's guys at the NFL level that couldn't coach it at the collegiate level. Lou Holtz didn't have a great run in, in, in the NFL. No. I'm just curious if he gave it a whirl now as he's evolved as a coach, would it be different? I think he's perfectly set right where he is. Oh, there's no question. I'm just, again, and don't, don't you know so. that they've had run, people have run at him. You know that. Well, I'm sure they have, and he's said, yeah, no. been there, done that. Yeah. I got a t-shirt for that, and I don't wear it. It's 14 after 8, so I, I just thought that was an interesting tidbit coming out. Uh, I guess it was Saturday or, or Sunday. I can't remember, but uh, Kevin Steele to uh, Tuscaloosa for the third time. All right, we are uh, presented by Alan Samuels, brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring, serving the best burgers in Waco. Man, uh, you can, and if you're not in the mood for a burger, how about a chicken fried steak sandwich, a grilled chicken sandwich, chili uh, Philly cheesesteak sandwich? 
Of course, they got all the stuff that goes with it, the fries, the curling fries, the tots, all that stuff. Your favorite drinks are right there. And, of course, a great sports conversation with the folks at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. Maybe you're in a hurry and, and you need to go through the drive through and, and, you know, keep keep on moving on today. Well, you could do that. You can call in your order uh, at 753-1603. That's 753-1603. Fresh, delicious, double R, old-fashioned hamburgers. Stop by and tell them we sent you. Recently on Game Time. Welcome into the program, the athletic director and vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country and we divide and conquer and it's a lot of fun and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student athletes and coaches. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. 
Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. Brass Monkey! 819-19 after 8. This is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ramfield. Boy, we have been knee-deep in basketball and football and all kinds of stuff this morning. And we welcome to the program Stephanie from Sales. Stephanie, <laughs> big trade in the NBA over the weekend. What did you think about Kyrie coming to Dallas? I didn't think about it. <laughs> that a girl? I was not thinking about NBA. I'm still, I'm still in the football mode, except I got to tell you, we're not disagreeing on this, but that Pro Bowl yesterday, it looked like fun. They sold a lot of tickets. But it's not like the Pro Bowl I grew up with. It was awesome. It was a lot better than the Pro Bowl had been in the you past. You think? Yes. Pro I Bowl thought the Mannings the, were kind of hilarious, actually. The Pro Bowl in the past, it was a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks like fun. Hey, at least nobody can get hurt. On, well, yeah, you could get hurt, but... And one did. Dislocated oh. toe. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, just pop it back in. Yeah, he'd be fine. He'd be all right. Tape it, pop it, you know. But, so as I was... It did look fun, though, didn't it? It kind of did. It, it, it was fun to see the players. We ought to have a flag football game. Oh, yeah. Let's do that, Tom. On camels. No, no. We could do that, too. <laughs> I don't know. A hundred or so miles from here. <laughs> Gosh. But it was good to see players who have played against each other all year, you know, joking. No, I can't stand that. I want them to hate each other. Well, then you need therapy because I I thought that was kind of cool. That you was. Know? That was. You know, you beat each other on the football field and now you're here and, it, you know, it was good. It was good for the fans. It was good for me to see. I just was like, what's happening? You missed the regular game. And there's I nothing wrong it. with that. I missed it. I missed the regular game if they would play the regular game. But they but don't it, really, though. It even. got to be where it was not even, they weren't even playing powder puff last year. <laughs> Powder. Hey, I played powder puff in high school. Oh, well, sure we're off and running already. Yeah, we are. It's always nice. This is from the CNC Collision <laughs> Center text line. It's always nice to get a break from the real world to the world of make believe with Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> make believe. Hello, Corey. <laughs> Good morning, Corey. <laughs> Anyways, as I'm watching this yesterday, mm-hmm. I did not know this, Corey. That they have an international women's flag football association. Yes, they do. Did you I see did, the championship before the men's I, game? I saw the very end of it. And I was like, "Oh, wow, mm-hmm. that's cool." So it started in 1996, and um, it's kind of cool. I mean, they have all these leagues, even for uh, kids, little girls, and mm-hmm. it just goes and goes. And they have professional teams, which I never knew that. Well, they played flag football growing up. 
No, I knew guys. They didn't have tackle football in Stephenville, so you only had flag football until junior high. Really? But see, I'm a girl. So if I would have known this, I could be a flat. I could right now, if I would have been practicing. Right now? Yeah, I could be like a legend with flag football for the girls league. Like I could be a professional or could have. I'm too old to do it now. (laughs) But anyways. (laughs) You're not too old to do it now? Oh, I think, Lord. Okay, yeah, maybe I should go try out. I need a coach. You be my coach. Okay. I got to get in training. But anyways. I'll be the OC. What's the OC? They don't do anything. Oh, yeah, offensive coordinator. Anyways. Very nice. The rules are eight on eight. So you have eight girls on a team. You have center and two guards are ineligible to receive, which that makes sense, right? Because they're on the line, Mm -hmm. right? Blocking. You can only block between the shoulders and the waist, which is good. Protects from injury because you don't wear a helmet. And uh, field goals, extra point kicks, and punts are allowed, which I didn't really see any kicks yesterday when the guys were playing. No, they went for two. They just went for two. Well, you can go for two or you can go for one, depending on where you spot the football. Okay. that's I kind of thought I was on the right track for that when I was watching it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, fake kicks and defensive rush, rushes are allowed. Defensive line may rush quarterback as soon as the ball is snapped. Mm-hmm. And course no helmets no no pads all that and no tackling is allowed so i think that's pretty cool like i could have done that mm-hmm. maybe i could still do that i don't think there's an age limit i mean if brady can do it at 60 i could do it i don't i don't <laughs> think brady's quite 60 yet <laughs> well no he's not i bet you know 45 but that's like in football years that's like 60 i mean all these kids are like in their 20s and 30s I mean, more power to them, but anyways, I thought that was interesting. I never knew that there was an actual professional women's flag football team. How about that? And they, they have them all over from... Uh, is there one here? Mm-hmm, we have, there's like 30 teams, I think 30 teams is what I read. I could be wrong. The Googles was acting funny this morning, but... The I, Googles was acting the funny? Google, the Google. Are you sure it was the Googles? Yes. Pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Googles, but yeah. And they have teams in Canada, mm-hmm. Scandinavia, like all over the world. So, I mean, if you, if you were my coach, Ryan's the OC, I get on a team, we could travel. Like, That'd we be could fun. go to Canada or Scandinavia. I don't even know where Scandinavia is, but I know 100 it's across. miles or more. 100 miles or more, yeah. <laughs> I know it's across the ocean. I think it's like by Sweden or something, maybe. Scotland, I don't know. England, but anyways, that's what I Those got. Those are all real close together. Yes, they are. <laughs> Do you, but you can like travel through plane and car from country to country. You don't have to get on a boat from country to country. So that's good. That's good. But anyways, I thought that was pretty cool. You got to do it. You got a big day. You got a big day lined up. Actually, I do. What do you got going on? Who are you gonna go see? Who are you gonna go talk to? Anybody who will talk to me. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> so. There you go. Go sell something, Steph. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> All right, it's 826. This is game time. And we Did you know what? that the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show begins this week? It, it starts today, in fact. That's cool. So there you go. Should Out at the Extraco Center? Yes, yes, indeed. Out at the uh, Extraco Center. Extra oh, I'm going to go by there. That's, that's a cool It's that's always a, cool a thing. great event. It is. I'm going to be judging Thursday. You are? What yes. are you judging? The pigs, the cows, or what? I'm, no. Take a look and tell me what I'm judging. Barbecue? 
food. <laughs> I'm judging food. Or I scored. I'm no, all that's about a great it. E- that's a great event. It is. People go out and see it. It, it supports your local club, your kids, everything. It's great. I love it. It is good stuff. Teaches a lot of things. And yep. Teaches discipline and character. Builds you know. character. Can you imagine? It's cold. It's wet. It's nasty. You still got to go take care of your animal. Because mo- if they do it right, the parents, they'll assist. They'll help out. But this is really about the kid and their animal or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, pretty cool stuff. It Good is stuff. cool. It there is you cool. Go. All right. Thanks. See you later. <coughs> Excuse me. Anybody else having allergies? Yes. yes. My goodness. This is two days of just this. Ugh. All right. Uh, we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, man, oh, man, what a great. I, I was looking at it Saturday. I was driving by. Uh, leaving the Ferrell Center, drove out Loop 340, and I was just looking over there. What an incredible facility that they've that they've got going on at 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. The new location features a, a huge showroom. There's over 2,000 items, including the uh, the do-it-yourself products. Uh, you know that that you need to do those projects: bolts, nuts, washers, all that stuff. You'll find it right there at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They, uh, they, you know, they, they believe in quality and they believe in reliability. That's why they got four generations going on right now at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've still got the great location down in Bryan, and now the new location at 2003 South Loop 340 Highway 6 next to uh, Busby's Feet. You can check them out Monday through Friday. They're open 730 till 5 and on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can certainly check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. But they made a big deal out of, sorry, unlike other courses, we don't allow mulligans here. And I hit off the first tee box, the guy without missing a beat, the first tee marshal slash announcer says, Mr. Mosley, take another one. You hit it so bad that they gave you a mulligan, even though they don't (laughs) give mulligans. Yeah, Yeah, they don't allow mulligans at Pebble Beach. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Five teams, including Baylor, are within two games of first place Texas in the Big 12 basketball standings. Kansas will try to close that gap tonight as they host the Longhorns for ESPN Big Monday. The Baylor women are a game and a half out of first place after Saturday's upset win over Iowa State. They will be at home tomorrow night against Oklahoma. It took two extra innings for the McLennan baseball team to outlast Meridian College 4-3 to win three out of the four games they played this weekend in Florida. The McLennan softball team beat Tyler and San Jacinto in Houston yesterday to run their record to 4-2. One-time Baylor head football coach Kevin Steele is headed back to Alabama to be the Tides defensive coordinator. It will be his third time to work for head coach Nick Saban. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, take 32. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by Eric Kelly from Fox 44. Eric, first of all, good morning. Appreciate your time. Man, uh, this is a fun week, Super Bowl week. What's what? What do you guys got planned? Yeah, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me on. First off, uh, yeah, a lot of coverage here uh, when the Super Bowl is on your channel locally. You know, we got a couple cool pieces coming up, just uh, featuring some of the football stories in the area. A lot of actually out of. Uh, China Springs specifically, we're going to have a cool story talking about how China Springs has kind of made that rise to become a two-time defending state champion. And we're also going to talk with a former Cougar in Tyreek James, who's hopefully in his way, in his world, going to uh, make the move from the college game to the NFL. And hopefully he'll be on one of those rosters in the NFL next season. So we've got a couple of cool stories coming up here this week as part of that Super Bowl coverage. And then, of course, the game on Sunday that everyone's going to watch. High school basketball, girls coming to an end with district play tomorrow night and playoffs getting started early next week. Are there some teams you got your eyes on around Central Texas? Yeah, well, obviously the one that I think everyone has their eyes on uh, would be the La Vega girls, just in terms of the girls' side. I mean, you look what the Lady Pirates have been doing to pretty much everyone they've played so far this season. You talk, you just hear what coaches are saying um, about how good they are and just that they're like on a different level. So it'll be interesting to see if they can really make a run through the postseason, just considering how much success they've had, not only in district play, but just the season as a whole. Another couple interesting teams are teams that play each other um, in district play, actually. Lorena and Academy have had some really good battles in district play, both of them looking to make those uh, long runs through the postseason. And then another team, Mejia, is another one that's pretty interesting, ranked pretty much throughout the entire season in the top 10, top five in the state of 
definitely gotten a fair share of what it's going to be like in the postseason playing some of those top teams when you play Fairfield twice in the district, the defending state champion. So it's interesting to see how the Lady Cats uh, make that move into the postseason as well. Busy with Eric Kelly from uh, Fox 44. Eric, what a big weekend for Baylor basketball, both on the men's side and on the women's side. First of all, they both get wins, but secondly, when 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 Jonathan Chamwa Chachua returned, that was just uh, that elevated that game. Uh, it, it just a great weekend. Yeah, especially on the men's side. I mean, the anticipation for it. I think a lot of people saw that tweet and were like, maybe it could be. And obviously, we knew what it was going to do from an emotional level for the basketball team. But I don't know if anyone expected him to come back and be as effective as he was, both in rebounding and a three-point shot, man. <laughs> he might be that fourth-headed monster of the Baylor Warriors team on offense. But I think it's just a huge boost for Baylor team. We know what they have at the guard play, obviously, with guys like Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, uh, Keontae George, and then obviously Langston coming off the bench, which is another big addition they got back after he missed that game against Texas. But now you think about now they get a little bit of depth inside you think about what a boost that could be on the men's side and on the women's side you know it feels like the same way it feels like this is kind of similar maybe a little bit further in the season than last year but does it not feel like it was a little bit like all oh, the skies falling under Nikki Collin what two games into the season last year and then all of a sudden it ends with a regular season big 12 title she might want to play Iowa State every single week. I mean, she might be the only coach in the Big 12 that wants to play Iowa State every single week because since she's become the head coach at Baylor, no matter where the Cyclones are ranked and where the Bears are ranked, they just get up for that game and they win that game. So, yeah, really big week results-wise for both teams. Did you catch any of the Pro Bowl activities, and what did you think? Uh, a little bit here and there. I watched some of the skills competition uh, earlier. Listen. I mean, the Pro Bowl is what the Pro Bowl is. I mean, was it great? Was it the most entertaining thing of all time? Would I sit down for an hour or two and watch it every year? Eh, probably not. But would I watch the Pro Bowl every year? Yeah, probably not. I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of I don't know if there's what they can do to make it more entertaining than it is. I mean, I. For one, if I had to say one thing that I thought stand out, I really like the catch competition. I think any time where you let guys who are just freaks of nature showcase that, whether it's we know the dunk competition in the NBA or now the catch competition in the NFL, if you really find that niche where guys who are way more athletic than we could ever dream of being show that off for, what, 20, 30 minutes, I think that could often be kind of a showcase of the highlight of the entire weekend for sure. Eric, I'm going to take you back to your uh, your Super Bowl coverage and your, your NFL coverage. Do, do you guys have to sit down and just start kind of plotting out when you know the the uh, the Super Bowl is going to be on your airwaves? Do you, do you sit down and, and just as as a team start plotting out? Hey, what are what are our local angles? I mean, how can we how can we take advantage and really showcase our local television station? How how's, how does that work? I'm always curious about that. Yeah, so obviously we we know every three years that the Super Bowl will be on our air. So really, yeah, you, like you mentioned, it's about trying to showcase some of the interesting stories that we have and, and really take advantage of some of those eyes that are going to be on there. So, yeah, we sit down, we kind of plan out, okay, 
what, what do we want to showcase on this day, this day, this day, kind of leading up to the Super Bowl and obviously then taking advantage of being on that Sunday after the Super Bowl, kind of that maybe the best lead-in in all of television right there for a local news channel. So obviously I'll be there. Parker Reem will be there as well. So we kind of do almost how, you know, if there's a storm, you got team storm coverage. It's almost the same thing for a Super Bowl where you got team sports coverage with kind of a game plan throughout the week all the way up leading to Sunday. And then we kind of have our idea of Sunday, what we want to do, and we almost treat it like a special in a kind of way. Is it more exciting that you have the game on your station, or is it more exciting that you have the Super Bowl commercials on your station? <laughs> I, I would say the game only from the idea that from you got to think about it from a local TV perspective. It's awesome to be able to show the highlights, to be the one channel in the market who can show the highlights because you know how the NFL is with their rights. <laughs> so to be able to show the highlights is great. And, you know, listen, it's nice to be able to watch the commercials. I, I think for many a people, no matter who the, is in the game, the commercials are always a benefit. It's the one time you're actually willing to sit down for those three or four minutes and watch the commercials. Hey, Eric, thanks, man. I, I, you know, we had to get up early. I know you got a busy day today, and we appreciate your time as always. And it should be fun watching uh, watch what you guys do throughout the week leading up to, uh, to Sunday's Super Bowl, and we appreciate your time as always. Hey, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Have a great day. That's Eric Kelly from Fox 44. Uh, it's, you know, Ward, I, I know it's a national telecast and, and all that stuff, but it is a big week locally because it, it is – it is on your local station, and you get the opportunity to to present that and, and then do some other things. And of course, and then you know they'll always showcase a new. A lot of times, it's a new or one of their one of their big hits that they want you to see. They'll they'll put that on right after the Super Bowl. There's a, it, it's there is a madness. There is a method to the madness when it comes to programming uh, the entire week uh, leading up to the game, and that's that's the influence that game has not only on sports fans but just people i mean just in in general uh because you're gonna have people watch fox 44 or fox in general on sunday that may never watch an nfl football game but they're gonna watch sunday i mean you you have that opportunity to showcase your 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 network and your local stations yeah no doubt and you you only get that opportunity once every three years so uh, it, it's a big thing to have the Super Bowl on your network. And, you know, it gives you an opportunity locally to do some different things. As he just mentioned, because you are the network that's carrying it, you can do a little more in-depth Super Bowl coverage than maybe you could because of it's on another network. And like he said, he said, you know, after the game, when they run the, you know, for the news, and they'll it, be able to have the highlights. Well, And he's going to be there. Because it is on their network. So he gets to go. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, 841, we are uh, 19 away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As uh, we get you ready for the Super Bowl, it's the Eagles. Who wins? Who do you got winning? Chiefs. Philly. <laughs> Chiefs. Ah. <sighs> I will, you know, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. I was just doing some digging on the Googles. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> the uh, the commercial time is now sell, sold out. So they sold out a, 
I wonder who bought the last network spot. Does it I say? I don't know. It doesn't Wouldn't say. Wouldn't that be cool? To be the last one in? To be the first one in and or the last one in. Yeah. I got the last 30-second unit, or I got the first 30-second unit of Super Bowl 57. Huh. And there's, I'm sure there's a lot that have bought multiple. I mean, you want to talk about writing a check? Because a lot of times if you'll watch, it's a, the, 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 the spots are like a little story. It's a little series. You know, you'll, you'll get the first one, and then it continues on in, in the second one. Around halftime, we got to th- – you know, it's, so you, they buy multiples mm-hmm. and to tell their little story. A 30-second slot for this year's Super Bowl was over $7 million. Ward buys two. Plug game time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you can do that. And you know what? And you, you say that $7 million for for a national spot. I guarantee yes. you the, the local stations, whenever they have it, I guarantee they probably elevate their prices too. You don't know to expect to see in the Super Bowl commercials this year? Doritos. Always. Can I can I guess about four or five of them? Yeah, start guessing a couple Doritos, of them. Doritos. Budweiser. I don't Budweiser. See, I do see Budweiser. I do not see You don't Doritos, see Doritos? But I see Frito Lay. Is uh, that Little Little Caesars? I don't know. Uh no Little Caesars. Uh let's see. Pizza Hut. Nope. Did not we one, say did not we, one pizza place? Did we say Budweiser? Yes. Yeah. Anheuser Busch. Houston, Texas. Lay them on us. Who's who's in? Uh, you'll see Anheuser Busch, avocados from Mexico, yeah. ah. Frito Lay, uh, but it also says there'll be su- a few surprises, such as Molson, Coors. Mm. Uh, let's see, FanDuel. It, it, ah. well, yeah, imagine that. Yeah, you knew that was coming. Yeah. So. Didn't I see one where Miller Lite and Coors are going to kind of go together and work together on a, on I've a spot? Seen a, I've Have seen you a, seen that spot? I've seen something on that, but I can't figure out what they're what they're trying to do. I I'm guessing, and this is a total 100 percent guess on my part. I'm guessing that Miller Lite has something up their sleeve with the vintage Madden commercials. Hmm. Well, when you talk about surprises, that may be right up what they're talking about. It, yeah, I yeah. mean, I just I, I feel like that that's going to be part of it. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's a whole new, different approach. But it, I think they're going head-to-head on something. Yeah. So, I don't know. Are they owned by the same company? No. Same parent company? Mm-mm. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. All right, so... I would think you've got to have a dot-com or something. One of the dot-coms have got to be in there, don't they? I would think so. It doesn't say here. Um, what was the one that down. had Danica doing the spots? Ooh, uh, uh, GoDaddy? Yeah, it was GoDaddy. Yeah, that was GoDaddy. Yeah. Is that a part of it this year? I don't see it. But that doesn't mean it's not there. They're yeah. just leading into the big ones that you're going to expect to see. So it says something about Sly Stallone and Paramount Plus Ah. might be involved in that with his new series, Tulsa King. You seen that yet? I have not. I can't wait for season two. I'm so focused right now. 
1923. You've seen that? Have you seen no, that? No, I haven't watched uh, any of that You're yet. not a Paramount guy, are you? Well, yeah, Do because I, I get it because I have another service. Okay. I, it's, did that's, you watch, that's where Tulsa King is. Did you watch 1883? No. Do you watch uh, Yellowstone? I watched until this season. I haven't watched any of this season. See, I'm not a big Yellowstone guy, but I like the, the prequels. 1883 was terrific. And so is 1923 with Harrison Ford. The only reason why I want to kind of see 1883 is it was filmed in the stockyards. Oh, it's great. I'm telling you, man. It is, it's, it's, it's good stuff. 1923 is good stuff. It's kind of, you know, uh, I watched, they took like a little hiatus, which bothered me. I mean, we saw like the first two or three episodes, and then they took it, like it, a month off. Isn't that off. the one that has Harrison Ford? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not a big Harrison Ford fan. But he's good in this. He, he really is. And, and oh, it's, I watched episode five last night. Probably stayed up too late, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. How did we got on 1923? I don't know, but there you go. All right, so I want everybody to when, when the, I want everybody to vote. We'll we'll do this Monday. What was the best commercial that oh, you yeah. saw? Yeah, you know what? In a lot of times, you watch. A lot of times, you'll go the spot where blah 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 happened and blah. But you sometimes the commercials are so good that you forget what they're selling. They're too effective in holding your attention or whatever the case may be. I think over the past three or four years, it's been a big letdown. Oh, no doubt. I agree. There used to be, you'd you'd have four or five spots that you're like, man, I'm debating on what. In the last couple of years, it's been one or two. Uh, And you're kind of reaching for that. I like the ones that are clever. You You know, so we'll see. We'll see if we, if we get that. But, you know, and now you're in a race to, to outdo what you did the year before. So we'll find out. Uh, and then sometimes, you know, sometimes the oldies but goodies are still the best. I know this. It has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. But at Christmas time, don't you like the Clydesdales? Yeah, they didn't do a new one this year. I'm, I'm telling you, from, from – you know, and the old Coca-Cola commercials. Remember the old Coca-Cola commercials from Christmas? They could run them every year at Christmas. I, I just, they're not broke. They're really good spots. So, anyway, uh, 848, uh, this is game time. We're presented by uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and brought to you in part by Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive in Waco. Hey, look, at Circle Drug, the first thing you do is is you got to have this phone number, 254 254- Six six two zero seven seven four. That's two five four six six two zero seven seven four. Put that in your phone, and whenever you go to the doctor or you need a prescription refilled, you give it to Circle Drug. They're going to take great care of you. Their uh, Doc Everett and his staff will do an outstanding job for you. I, I know I, I'm having. Uh, I, I get a lot of my my. St- in fact, I get all my stuff there, uh, and they know exactly when I call in and I talk to them. I'm having a couple of questions on a couple of mine right now, and they're so informative. They keep me up to speed on what's going on, and, and, and I'm so appreciative of them being locked in and tuned in to what's, what's going on on an individual basis. When, when Look, most people don't. Most companies don't. It's like, hey, uh, either we got it or we don't got it. We'll fill it or we can't fill it, and that's just the way it is. But that's not how it is with Circle Drug. They're going to take good care of you, and they're going to keep you informed 
on what's going on. And then when your uh, when your prescriptions are ready, they're going to send you text. You can come get it. They'll deliver it. They, it it's just a great company taking care of your taking care of your needs. Again, locally owned independent pharmacy. They're open Monday through Friday, nine to six. Saturday, nine to two. Uh, again, the phone number six six two zero seven seven four. We're talking about Doc Everett and the staff at Circle Drug. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday, hosting Oklahoma. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long, here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first Central Credit Union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Five teams, including Baylor, are within two games of first place Texas in the Big 12 basketball standings. Kansas will try to close that gap tonight as they host the Longhorns for ESPN Big Monday. The Baylor women are a game and a half out of first place after Saturday's upset win over Iowa State. They will be at home tomorrow night against Oklahoma. 
It took two extra innings for the McLennan baseball team to outlast Meridian College 4-3 to win three out of the four games they played this weekend in Florida. The McLennan softball team beat Tyler and San Jacinto in Houston yesterday to run their record to 4-2. One-time Baylor head football coach Kevin Steele is headed back to Alabama to be the Tides defensive coordinator. It will be his third time to work for head coach Nick Saban. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, take 54. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels. Big Monday coming up tonight. It is Kansas and Texas. Does Texas sweep the Sunflower State, guys? I mean, and look, KU has struggled. I think, what is Kansas? They've dropped four out of their last five or something like mm-hmm. that. It hasn't been pretty. They're six and four. Uh, Texas came from behind to beat Kansas State in Manhattan uh, on Saturday. I watched a lot of that game. Uh, and look, I thought K-State was in, in pretty good shape for a while, but Texas came back and got the win. And how about Texas right now, Ward, having gone through what they went through with, with the coaching situation? And still to be in a great spot right now. Yeah, there's something special happening in Austin right now. To be able to fight through all that, those those players to get through all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's that's amazing. It is. I mean, it that could have totally imploded in a hurry. Yeah. And there was a lot who thought it might. And there was there were oh, some I'm, yeah. You, mark me as one of those. Yeah. And you would not have blamed them if this thing would have went sideways. But it didn't. And, you know, they're leading the conference right now, albeit it's, you know, there's it's bunched. Uh, and, and they're going to have their hands full tonight against Kansas. And, you know, it, but look, I think tonight could be a terrific game. Uh, and I'm assuming that Texas just stayed up there. You know, they played late Saturday afternoon. I'm, I can't imagine that you turned around and came home and then – yeah, I don't know why you'd do that. So I'm assuming they probably just bust over to Manhattan, over to uh, Lawrence, and maybe had a practice yesterday and then uh, then got going. So big Monday coming up tonight. Should be a lot of fun. We'll talk about it coming up tomorrow. John's at 3, Matt's at 4. We're back tomorrow at 7. Have yourself a great day.